All right, and we're back. Glad to be with you again, folks. Infecting your ear with the ag bug and planting those seeds to help you grow. And it's been a while since our last episode, and if you're someone who has been patiently waiting for the next episode, I can proudly say that I've brought you your next piece of content. I initially set out to do a bit of a weekly show, but that quickly was met with an awful lot of challenges. I, of course, am doing the farming stuff, and beyond that, there are a myriad of things that come up every week begging for my time and attention as I seek to keep my bills paid and complete the many tasks that I have committed to over the course of the week. So a weekly show became quite the challenge for me. Also, earlier this week, I came to realize that not every single podcast listener needs extremely regular content, and that some may simply be looking for content of higher quality rather than quantity. This occurred to me when I was listening to one of my favorite history podcasts, and I was listening to the host apologize episode after episode for the long delay since his last publication, a delay that I had not noticed at all, because for me it didn't really matter. Um, See, I was, or am, listening to his show years after it had been published or when it had began, so I simply added his show to my playlist queue, and for me, every episode was coming out just as quick as it would have if he had published every single day. Um, So I figure for myself and listeners with similar listening habits to myself, quality is of much higher importance than regularity. That being said, it would be of benefit to myself to post more regularly, as it would help my show get better ratings, and I would likely drive more traffic and possibly make money with the show sooner. But I feel as if I would be doing you a disservice if I were to pump content out so quickly that the quality suffered tremendously as a result of my rush. Um, Obviously, high-quality content published on a regular basis is the uh, apex of what we would seek to get with this show, but, you know, if it's one or the other, I think I would definitely go for the quality or the quantity. Um, Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way, and regular publishing would create the quality I seek a little sooner. I don't know. This is something for me to ponder as the show grows, and one of the many, many things that I would, of course, appreciate feedback on from the audience. Um, But on to the subject of the day, local feed stores across Wyoming. I decided to do this episode because I wanted to do something that provided some value to the people I'm seeking to serve, and that is the agricultural community in the state of Wyoming, or those with an interest in it anyway. Now this episode seeks to provide that value in a couple of ways. Now one, it gets the word out for some of our small and local feed store businesses many of which I'm sure are struggling right now in ways that most Wyoming businesses haven't since the 80s bust. And secondly, if you are in any of these counties and seeking to feed your livestock on any scale, whether that's a couple chickens in the backyard or a hundred head of cattle, uh, hopefully this episode can help you to find your local feed store. If you don't already know about them, I'd imagine if you're on a large scale, you probably do, but you know, maybe it'll connect a few people that didn't know they had a feed store in their backyard. Um, Now what I'm doing with this episode is essentially, I went through each of our 23 counties in the state and I searched for local feed store options. 
I did my best not to include any big box options such as Murdochs or Boomgars, etc. Um, these 20 some odd feed stores are all locally owned and operated from what I can tell and present a wonderful opportunity for you to support a local business while keeping them critters fed. So before we get into the show, let's do our sponsor for the day. Today our sponsor of choice is Amazon. An interesting choice since this episode is all about local businesses in our state. But many of us already shop on Amazon for one thing or another. And did you know that when you do your Amazon shopping, you can help support the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast at no additional cost to you? Later on in the show, I'm going to bring you some Wyoming merchandise to uh, your attention that you can purchase on Amazon. If you follow my link to buy this product or any other product after following my link, you'll be helping me out and your help will be greatly appreciated. And it really doesn't matter what you're buying. If you follow that link and decide you want to go buy a Game Boy game or get a few reloading supplies, whatever your interest is, it doesn't matter if I linked you directly to that. You'll be helping me either way. So thank you for your support um, by shopping through Amazon. Getting into the content here, we're going to start right off in Albany County. This, of course, is home of Laramie. So down here, you're going to be shopping at the feed store, as it's called. This is located at 2262 Snowy Range in Laramie. Um, they can also be found online at thefeedstore.com. So all of these uh, feed stores, as I go through them, I'm going to give you a way to find them online, if at all possible. And at the end of the show, I'm going to provide a, uh, a list of links for you in the show notes. So. Don't worry if you're listening along and maybe these are moving a little fast for you. I'm going to make it easy for you to find these feed stores locally. Uh, one thing I did not do is include phone numbers. This show, of course, is worldwide, so I don't really want to, you know, potentially introduce uh, unnecessary call volume to some of these small stores that might have a limited amount of time anyway. So follow these links, and you can find their number if you're local. I mean, it's pretty easy, obviously. Everyone owns a 307 number, so. Bighorn County. Um, I do believe up here your local feed store option is to buy from the Bighorn Co-op. It looks like the co-op operates a building along with Hardware Hank and Graybull in this county, and from the sounds of it, this is where you can purchase feed locally if you're up there in Bighorn County. The physical location for that is 345 South 6th Street in Graybull. That's 345 South, the number 6 Street in Graybull. And the website for the co-op is bighorncoop.com. That's a bighorn co-op without the hyphen dot com. Now, while I was finding out about this feed store, I ran across a little bit of history in the co-op's webpage, and since I found it interesting, I thought I'd share it here with you. Here's that tidbit. Bighorn Co-op was formed in 1923 by farmers to market dry edible beans and turkeys. The original locations were in Basin and Powell. It wasn't long until Lovell was added as a feed mill and Graybill to deliver petroleum products. Turkeys were a major commodity grown by farmers in the early years of the co-op. Large numbers of women were hired to pluck, pack, and ice and ship them out of state. 
when the turkey season was completed, the women hand-sorted pinto and great northern beans. The sorted beans were then bagged into 100-pound bags to be sent to the market. With the changing economic conditions, the co-op moved into the supply area. In 1986, the old International Harvester dealership property and Grable was purchased and remodeled. The main office moved from Basin to Grable in September of 1986. The hardware store in Grable was opened in February of 1987. The Riverton store was purchased in January of 1987, and the Moreland store in August of 1992. The main office for the co-op moved into what was an alfalfa seed processing plant just west of Grable in May 2003. These facilities also serve as a central warehouse and a maintenance shop for the co-op's equipment. The new store was built in Grable and completed in the summer of 2004. The co-op employs about 100 full and part-time employees year-round, as well as around 15 seasonal employees in the spring. The business is locally owned by the people who patronize the Bighorn Co-op. In 2011, Johnson County Co-op in Buffalo was acquired. Renovations began to bring the facility up to Bighorn County Co-op's standards. That's Bighorn Co-op, not Bighorn County Co-op. And to fully utilize the facility, other remodels at Riverton and Warland locations were undertaken simultaneously, as well as integrating a better POS system with scanners and inventory tracking. To facilitate this upgrade in technology, the entire network infrastructure needed to be put in place. We are working diligently to utilize newer technologies to better serve you, the customer. So that's their little bit of history on the Bighorn Co-op. Um, it is really kind of interesting to get into some of the history of some of these businesses as we go through these feed stores. Some of them uh, you'll find have been around for a long time and have simply adapted and pivoted to changing economic times. Um, but they also give us a little bit more history as to the land use in this state. Um, in this little tidbit of history, we're learning that turkeys were a major commodity grown in this area of uh, the Bighorn Co-op. So that can tell you a little bit about what perhaps might do well up there now. Maybe turkeys do well there now. Maybe turkeys don't do well there anymore because of changes in the environment. I don't know. Um, but certainly interesting. So anyway, moving on to Campbell County. It looks to me like you'll be going with Govan and Thar's feed in Gillette. Now, it doesn't appear that their website is currently operational. However, they do have a Facebook page. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, but if you search Facebook for Thars Feed, that's T-H-A-R-S Feed, you should find it without too much trouble. Carbon County, going into Rollins. Uh, Rollins seems to be the town in this county for local feed. And it appears to me that you'll be looking to Carbon County Feed and Tack for your local feed needs here. This shop seems to also be an equestrian center, so there may be some uh, name confusion there. I had a little bit of issue, well, not necessarily issue, but confusion when trying to find them online. I've never shopped for feeds in Rollins, so I hope that I'm delivering accurate information on this store 
And that's kind of the case with a lot of these stores. I've uh, shopped for feed in a couple locations around the state, but certainly not every county. So when I give you this information, almost all of it is something that I was able to find via a simple Google search or maybe a little bit of Google map looking around. So there's a uh, possibility for sure that some of this information I give you in this episode is a little bit out of date or inaccurate. And if you're in the area, you'll probably know better than I do uh, exactly what's accurate and what's not. But if you have no idea or you just moved to the area, hopefully this will give you a start um, to ask people where you're looking. But anyway, um, so back to Rollins. Their website can be found at www.rollinsequestriancenter.com. Um, that website is essentially an online business card, so if you live in the area, you'll probably just give them a call, I would imagine. And what do I mean by an online business card? When I, when I call something an online business card, uh, it's basically just a simple web, web page with the company's name, perhaps a logo, and contact info. It's almost like they just handed you a business card with that info, uh, but it's online. So that's what I, that's what I mean there. Uh, Converse County, I'm going to go ahead and cover two options here in Converse County. And the first is, of course, down in Douglas, and this is known as Douglas Feed. They can be found at www.douglasfeed.com. And the second I include because I happen to know the owner, and given our professional relationship to date, I would be remiss if I didn't mention his business in this list. And that is, of course, Herder Feed in Glenrock. They've just opened up, so if you're in the area, definitely give them some business. Now, no website that I can see, but of course this is a fledgling business, and you can find Herder Feed on Facebook at facebook.com slash Herder Feed. Um, I'll link to that in the show notes to make it a little easier, but they definitely at least got a simple URL for their Facebook page. It makes it easy to find them. Moving on to Crook County, you're going to be going to Sundance. Um, now Sundance and the rest of Crook County is rather rural and I found it tough to find any verifiable online presence for a feed store in this area. So I did see a MapQuest listing for Cassidy's Seed and Feed. And if you Google that name, you should be able to find that listing I'm speaking about and consequently a phone number for contact. Uh, as I talked about earlier, I don't really want to share phone numbers on the podcast in the event that they're not accurate. You know, you might be calling somebody's grandma or something instead of the feed store. And in an effort not to have these stores contacted by random people that they that may be in some far-flung place, such as New York or a whole other country. Anyway, um, so Sundance was one of our rural counties where it was really kind of tough to find anything. Now, getting into Fremont County, if you're in this county, I found Wind River Ranch Supply in Riverton. This is another feed store that has no website that I can see, but they do have a Facebook page. Like before, I'll link to them on the show notes page, but again, searching for them on Facebook should yield results. And again, Fremont County, that's Wind River Ranch Supply. Alright, Goshen County, you're going to be going to uh, Torrington, that's the county seat down there. 
and I immediately, of course, want to bring up ZNW Feed Mill in Torrington. I think that this is unique in being a feed mill in Wyoming. I don't know of another mill in the state, um, unless Bighorn Co-op is doing this. I do know that ZNW Feed Mill does offer poultry feed for my conversations with them. Um, and I've actually, I've talked to them about maybe getting some feed in the past. So it, it is unique that they have a mill in Wyoming. You know, a lot of these are just feed stores selling pre-milled feed. ZNW is a business that operates primarily from phone, I believe. I can't seem to find a website or Facebook page that's current for them, but Google searching for them will yield that phone number. Now, as an interesting side note, the Prairie Homestead, uh, which you may know is a somewhat popular blog for the state, has a blog post stating that they source some of their feed from ZNW. And I'm thinking I might have to look into that a little more for my layers. It would be really nice to support them in one way or another. Alright, so uh, Hot Springs. In Thermopolis, you've got the White Horse Country Store on your side, and they can be found online on Facebook and in the Thermopolis Town website. I'll link to both here, but if you Google White Horse Country Store, that should help you find it well enough, as well as their phone number. So the town of Thermopolis has their own website, uh, that is thermopolis.com, and Whitehorse Country Store is just a sub-URL on that, so it would be thermopolis.com forward slash attractions forward slash Whitehorse Country Store with some hyphens in between every word. Um, you can also find them on Facebook, and, well, that's got a lot of numbers in the URL, so... I'd say just search for them on Facebook or follow my link. Johnson County, um, it looks to be Buffalo for your feed store in this county, and that feed store goes by the name of MTR Ranch Supply. This is another store with a Facebook page, but not a website from what I can tell. Now, that Facebook page doesn't seem to have been updated since 2018, and that previous update was showing off a rather nice semi-truck, so I'm not certain if they're still in the feed business or if they've moved into the trucking business, but if you find them on Facebook by following my link or by searching MTR Ranch Supply, you should be able to find out rather quickly with a phone call. Laramie County. So this is down in Cheyenne. I have uh, shopped with these guys before when I was down there for a winter with my chickens. Uh, they're great guys with a great shop really good customer service so I, uh, I would definitely recommend going down there if you're in the Cheyenne area so that is of course all around feeds now, these guys do have a website and they can be found at www.allaroundfeedscheyenne.com Lincoln County now given the odd shape of this county your location within the county may have you going to another county or even over to utah to purchase feed that is close to home uh, just geographically speaking but there is indeed a feed store within your county and that's located in the town of afton wyoming where you'll find salt river tack and feed it started in 2010 and offer purina and neutrina products and you can find them on Facebook by searching for Salt River Tack and Feed or by following my link in the show notes. Natrona County, this is my home county. So if you're in Natrona County, you'll be looking to Nolan Feed, located in downtown Casper. Being my home county, I have some experience with this store, ran and operated by wonderful people. I love doing business with Nolan Feed. 
uh, they tend to keep a lot of discount whole grain bags available for me and my birds. So great relationship with them. Again, they're good people. Um, Nolan Feed offers Purina Feed as well as cover crop and garden seed. They offer horse tack and they fill a lot of other needs for horse owners and livestock owners. Um, they've got things like, you know, waters, feeders, electric fence, uh, hovels, you name it. I mean, they got all sorts of stuff. And I'd imagine a lot of these feed stores are kind of similar, but you can find them online at www.nolandfeed.com. And Noland is spelled N-O-L-A-N-D, nolandfeed.com. All right, so right about here, guys, the first time I went through to make this show, I lost my show notes. Uh, what had happened is I had all of my show notes in my, uh, my Word document, if you will, and the heater in here had been turned on uh, by my wife, and it, you know, it tripped a breaker that just happened. Um, so in the process, you know, it, it killed the computer. I went to go turn the computer on, and of course there's typically a recovery option. And in attempting to recover it, you know, I, I just pressed the wrong series of buttons, and I goofed up really bad there and lost pretty much half my work, everything from here on. Um, that was just something I want to note about, you know, I mean, this is a lesson for any of you looking to do some podcasting or doing any kind of computer work, just save as you go. It saves you so much headache definitely would have had this episode out quite a bit sooner had I uh, saved as I went. Alright, so moving on to Niobrara County. Located off of Main Street in Lusk, Wyoming, you will find Ranchers Feed and Supply. They offer Hubbard feeds as well as a variety of other feed options, clothing, and equipment. They can be found online at Facebook or on their personal website at ranchersfeedwy.com or by following my link in the show notes. Park County, as you may expect, I'll be sharing info for Cody Feed and Livestock Supply. Cody Feed offers a variety of feed options as well, featuring Hubbard feeds, as well as some a somewhat local feed supplier out of Montana. That is Big Sky Organic Feed, a poultry and swine feed option featured on their website. These guys have a rather nice-looking website, and I like that they have found an organic source from the region, as it seems most places either offer nothing organic at all or simply offer what I call Purina Organic, which is basically heavily milled uh, stuff that is certified organic, but I, I really kind of tend to find those really big feed mills kind of questionable when it comes to organic. That's my personal opinion. Anyway, uh, without getting off into the weeds, Cody Feed can be found at www.codyfeed.com. Platte County. Now, down in Platte County, you'll likely be shopping with Wheatland Country Store. Wheatland Country Store has a wide selection for your shopping pleasure, from livestock feed to pet food, clothing, and more. But what I found to be rather unique for them is that they offer product for sale on Amazon. Now, I haven't had the chance to talk to them, so I don't know how that works for them. Are they doing a fulfillment by Amazon? Are they affiliate linking to the same product they have in store, but on Amazon? 
or are they simply using Amazon as an online store platform that handles front-end sales and perhaps takes care of shipping? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure, and if given the chance, perhaps we can get them on the show at some point to talk about that. Uh, one thing I did want to do today, however, is link to one of their Amazon products in my show notes. So this is an affiliate link for me, and hopefully their strategy is not also affiliate links, because my idea in sharing this link is that by buying this product, you will be supporting three businesses here in the state of Wyoming at once. That's right, not just one. This link is a triple whammy. You'll be supporting the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast by following my link at no additional cost to you. You'll hopefully be supporting the Wheatland Country Store by shopping their store on Amazon. And that, that of course, depends on how their Amazon store is set up. Uh, but you'll definitely be supporting Wild Gear, a gear company located right here in Casper, Wyoming. Wild Gear is a gear company based out of Casper, Wyoming, and they offer coolers, insulated drinkware, hats, and shirts. The product I am linking to here is the 30-ounce Wild Tumbler. This is the stainless steel, double vacuum sealed tumbler designed to keep coffee hot or water ice cold. They even include interior measuring lines. Very handy when you're trying to get that perfect blend of coffee and cream, or whatever else you happen to be mixing in your drink. You want to know what makes this product uniquely Wyoming? Every tumbler includes a built-in bottle opener on the base of the tumbler, and if that isn't Wyoming, I don't know what is. I checked out the Amazon reviews and all the negative reviews seem to be based around fulfillment issues, such as ordering two lids and getting one, or ordering one color and getting another. Now I don't know if this is an Amazon problem or a problem somewhere else down the line, whether that be with the company itself or whatever store they're ordering it from on Amazon, but every review that I could find dealing with the product performance itself speaks volumes for the quality of the tumbler. I don't have one yet, but this is definitely making the wish list. Order one today in any of the following three ways. You can follow my link in the show notes. You can follow my Amazon link on the podcast homepage and search for Wild Gear 30 ounce insulated stainless steel tumbler. Now, a little note there, I know that sounds like a mouthful, but if you get to the search bar on Amazon and start typing that, by the time you type Wild Gear, that's W-Y-L-D, W-Y-L-D Gear, and the number 30, it's going to suggest the rest for you. From there, it's the third product, you really can't miss it. Um, and the third option, of course, is to go to Wheatland Country Store's website and follow their link to Amazon and locate the mug from their menu when you get onto Amazon. Um, now, of course, if their option uh, for driving sales with Amazon as an affiliate one, then that would be the way that you support Wheatland Country Store uh, by going to their website and then following their link. Now, anyway, you can find their store website at wheatlandcountrystore.com. For those of you that aren't in the area, uh, Wheatland is spelled W-H-E-A-T-L-A-N-D. So that's wheatlandcountrystore.com. All right, and back after a quick interruption, uh, the wife's home, dogs had to let the whole world know, it happens. Anyway, um, 
so just to reiterate, if you'd like to get that product, you can follow my link or Wheatland Country Store's link. Or, of course, you can just look up Wild Gear directly, W-Y-L-D, gear, spelled G-E-A-R, and uh, shop with them. Either way, you'll be supporting local Wyoming businesses and helping your neighbors help you. Moving on, uh, Sheridan County. The Farmers Co-op of Sheridan, Wyoming is the one-stop shop for this area of the state. From fuel to feed and fencing, the Farmers Co-op in Sheridan has a variety to suit most any of your farming needs. You can find them online today at SheridanCoop.com at SheridanCoop without the hyphen.com. Sheridan is spelled S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N and the rest of the URL coop.com sheridancoop.com Sublette County Feed um, well I don't know if they're actually open anymore to be honest I'm not sure if there's an operating feed store in this county um, I was looking over Sublette County and it looks to me like Sublette County Feed is permanently closed and I even contacted an obscure business by the name of Paula's Mobile Feed, um, and I have yet to hear back. So try as I might, looking from Pinedale to Bergeron, uh, Boulder to Marbleton, I'm just not seeing any operating and open feed stores. Definitely none with an online present um, presence. Maybe I'm wrong. Certainly wouldn't be the first time, and I'd like to hear from somebody in the area if you know of an operating feed store within your county. But for now, and for the purpose of this episode, we're just going to move on to the next county, and that is Sweetwater County. Now, our next county is the county of Sweetwater in the southwest corner of the state, or thereabouts, anyhow. This is the county um, with the home, or wow, okay. Well, this is how you know this is a raw, unedited podcast here, folks. I just stumbled over everything. Uh, Start over. Our next county in the county of Sweetwater... Our next, wow, here we are again. Our next county is the county of Sweetwater in the southwest corner of the state, or thereabouts anyhow. This county is the home of the towns of Green River and Rock Springs, and here you'll be looking to Southwest Wyoming Wool Warehouse as your local feed store supply. This is another one of those businesses that was founded decades ago and has since adapted and become the feed store it is today. If you go to their website, right on the home page, you'll see just a bit about their history as well as a snapshot of what they have available today, and I'll read that for you here. The Southwest Wyoming Wool Warehouse has an excellent selection of animal feed, veterinary supplies, horse tack, fencing, cast iron cookware, and ranch supplies. We provide our customers with top quality products at great prices. The Wool Warehouse started in 1954 as a place for sheepmen in the area to store their wool. There were seven original owners, all of whom owned livestock in southwestern Wyoming, and their families still live in the area and own stock in the Wool Warehouse. Family names such as Magogna, Eramospe, and Angelovic, Erickson, and Hay, who were five of the original owners, still have stock in the company. I'd just like to apologize for butchering the crap out of those names. I, yeah, obviously didn't pronounce them very well. Um, wool Warehouse was built as a place to store wool after shearing. 
The building is 120 by 200 feet, which is 24,000 square feet, and would be filled to capacity with wool in the early years. An office and restroom were added, and then at a later date, a small store area was added to sell feeds and ranch supplies. As the sheep business dwindled, the warehouse started carrying more feeds and supplies and started storage in the warehouse. As Rock Springs has grown, we have added new varieties of merchandise to meet the needs of our customers. If you want to know more about the Southwest Wyoming Wool Warehouse, check out their website at www.woolwarehouse.net. Spelled out, that's www.woolwarehouse.net or by following my link in the show notes. Now, Teton County, uh, we're getting into Teton, going to the town of Jackson. You'll be looking to Big R Ranch and Home off Meadowlark Lane there in Jackson, from what I can tell. Now, I'm a little bit surprised that a feed store in a town such as Jackson doesn't have a website or even a Facebook page, but that does seem to be the case here. So I found Big R just by looking on the uh, Google Maps for Jackson and looking around trying to find anything that seemed like it was a feed store. Uh, clicking on their location, it definitely seems that's what they do, but can't really get any other info other than that and their phone number. Uh, Uinta County. This one threw me a loop for a loop the first time I found it. Uh, before losing my progress the first go around, I searched and searched for a feed store in Evanston before I finally found it. The Lumberyard is the local feed store for this area. And you can see how I got a little confused there. The Lumberyard uh, can be found online at www.thelumberyard.com or by following my link in the show notes. I'm gonna presume that they originally sold lumber and transitioned into feed, but I don't really know the story there. Definitely an interesting one. Uh, Washakie County, up there um, in Warland, you'll be served by the Bighorn Co-op, as we talked about at the beginning. They look to have a storefront there just off of Bighorn Avenue, and being the co-op, they should have just about everything you need for livestock nutrition. Weston County, our final stop in the county-by-county county search for local feed stores. Your feed store up here is Rancher's Feed and Supply in Newcastle, Wyoming. They've got a Facebook page if you're looking online, and they can be found physically at 2750 West Main Street in Newcastle. I'll go ahead and link to their Facebook page in the show notes as well. Uh, I'm not really going to read that off just because the URL is a little lengthy and a bit of a mouthful. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the short little list of local feed stores across the state of Wyoming. Uh, another thing that I didn't mention at the beginning, a reason why you might be interested in this list, you know, this is a bit of a directory here. I'm going to tell you a story uh, about this spring, maybe it was last spring, uh, when I was first getting into sheep. Now sheep, if you know much about them, of course, they can't really handle too much copper. Um, so in trying to find salt supplements for them, I found it difficult to find a natural salt uh, that didn't contain a whole lot of copper, and really for options, uh, the one that I decided to go with was Redmond salt. And Redmond salt, you could find uh, rocks of that here, 
locally in the Casper area, places like Murdoch's and such. Um, and you could find blocks of it here and there, you know, uh, looking around online. But it was really tough to find granules. And that was important for the sheep from what I was reading um, in that supposedly if you give sheep a rock of salt they'll bust their own teeth out trying to bite the thing open instead of just licking it. And I don't know if that's true or if it's just another uh, you know rumor about sheep being more stupid than they are. I, I have no idea. But I decided to play it safe rather than sorry and I wanted to find some granules of Redmond salt. Well, for me, I believe I ended up going to Wheatland for that one, um, and it was definitely nothing I could find locally. I couldn't find it in Douglas or Casper or anything like that. So, if you're looking for a particular product, uh, this directory could be helpful for you in that you can go around to these uh, 20-some-odd feed stores, contact them, and see if they have the product that you're looking for. And if they do, you can still shop within the state of Wyoming. Uh, for the product that you need. So anyway, that's just uh, another reason why you might need this directory. And with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next show segment, which of course is the farmer's joke of the day. Now, as a farmer, I've heard an awful lot of jokes about sheep. I'd tell them to my dog, but she's heard them all. <laughs> Real quick before we uh, finish up here, I'm not sponsored by Wild Gear or by any of these feed stores. I don't get any special discount for putting this content out there. But I did want to share some of the other businesses in this state. I have a tremendous amount of respect for those who are willing to put forth the effort and the capital to start and grow an entrepreneurial venture. And I hope that I have helped to connect some people with their local businesses. And with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to another episode of the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes wherever you listen. And if you'd like to support the show today, you can do so via direct donation on the website. I will link to that uh, webpage in the show notes, of course. And you can support the show by visiting one of our merch stores at Zazzle or Red Bubble. Furthermore, you can support us by shopping on Amazon and following our link there. So thanks again for your support of the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast. Now go on and grow on.